0: Didier buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and uh, this is going to be a good topic here, so just stay tuned and follow through. I kind of move around a little bit, but it's all about protecting you. So the question comes in: Are you protected when buying a home? Well, the answer is yes, you are protected. So we're going to go ahead to the next part, and we're going to get to the realtor, and then we're going to get to me, the mortgage side. One of the things you want to do is you want to find a realtor. Realtors are incredible. They're there to protect you. They're there to help you. They're there to negotiate for that particular home you're getting. I can't tell you every once in a while I get someone saying, "No, I'm just not going to go to the realtor. I'm just going to go directly to the seller and their realtor." Well, they're not really they're not really getting protected by the way. You need to have that realtor. They're incredible. They're going to help you. And what what do they do then? Well, one of the things you need to know is when they're they're going to negotiate the contract They are going to give you a list of inspectors to get a home inspection done, right? No one's bypassing a home inspection. When we get into it, I got to get an appraisal done on the mortgage side, but they're not checking the life of the roof or the air conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. You need a home inspector and they'll give you a list. You know, they have a few to go by and they rotate them to get that home inspection done to make sure that that home is going to be okay. Okay. And you have a licensed contractor, or home inspector that goes in there and does it. You know, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to go ahead and see about getting the pest inspection done to find out if there's any termites and things of that nature. And then when you're buying that home and you're getting that home inspection to go back to it, to get cheaper homeowner's insurance, you're going to want to get a four point in a windmit that helps drop the cost of the insurance. And they set that up. We on the mortgage side will give you a handful of people to call as well as your realtor. So we really protect you in that regards of one pushing for the home inspection, two, getting the four point in the wind to get you cheaper insurance. Three, getting a past inspection, make sure there's no termites and your house is not eaten away. And again, you know, with the appraisal, which I'm going to get into, the realtor is there to help negotiate in case the property doesn't appraise. So if the house doesn't appraise, then we're gonna get into that on my side, but if the house doesn't appraise, what happens is is we're not gonna go off the lesser of the two. If you have a house for 100,000 and the appraisal comes in at 80, well, 100 doesn't mean anything to us. We're looking at 80 and you have a $20,000 difference. You need a licensed real estate professional to really help negotiate the deal, look at the comps and work with the listing agent to get it to where it can work for both parties. So they're instrumental. They come to your closing, they work with you. So that's your first protection when you're purchasing a home is having your licensed realtor. Now, as we move along, is what is a place to protect you from, we went over that. How does applying for a mortgage protect you? Uh, For example, appraisal, title insurance, survey, pest inspection. We'll go back to that. So you come to me for a mortgage. I take your loan application, and then when we get the loan application, I send you a package. When I send you a package, it's protected. That means it's email protected where no one can interfere because there's so much hacking, so much fraud. So that email package comes to you. We go through the good faith estimate. We go through all the numbers. We quiz you on it. We make sure you totally understand everything, and you simply electronically sign it. And again, that comes back to us so that we can process the loan and get it to underwriting and, of course, to the closing table. But that's protected. The other thing that we do to protect you is we give you a secure email. That's right. A secure email where you can transfer your files into the secure email address so it's not being observed from the outside above and all the hackers. Never, ever email your tax returns, your W-2s, pay stubs of anything to a personal email. That is number one. Never, ever email that out. Because when you email it from your email to my personal email, that is for the world to see. So that is really, I'm just going to reiterate, never send your stuff. We take cybersecurity to an extreme level. That would be at 120%. So we give you a secure email, you just simply transfer it. There are some lenders and people that use it where when you we, they have a secure site, but when it comes out of your email, it's getting hacked. We have it where it's tra- transferred and dropped into our secure site, so it's not being transferred over, it's going in, so you are totally protected. And that is really important. I just want to share that with you. You cannot, and I'm being repetitive because I, go, I do this every day, do not send your personal information to a, uh, a personal email ever on anything that you do. The other thing I want to talk to you about is you get that contract, you're all done, and you've got to give a deposit. Well, the first thing I recommend that you do, and this is a great, great lesson, One of the things you want to do is you're going to find out who the title company is that you're closing. Who chooses the title company? The seller chooses the title company. First thing I would do if I were you when it comes time to giving money, if you can mail the check, that's great. Drop off the check, that's great. But if they're asking for a wire, I would call the title company personally. I would be you and call them and get their wiring instructions, get to know them. Know who there are, their phone numbers, and who you're working with. This will pay major dividends for what I'm going to tell you in the back end. All right, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to tell you. I'm going right for it. A lot of times, I can't tell you. and I have a perfect record. I am so blessed. I'm perfect, and I'm keeping it that way. One, when it comes time to go to closing, and it's time for you to wire your money to the title company, Do not accept any emails from your realtor, your processor, your loan officer. Do not accept any of them from any of us sending you wiring instructions because we don't do it. You get wiring instructions from the title company only. And how do you start off? Well, you had to give your deposit, your escrow money. Great way to start. You call them up. You get that secure email address. And then, when it comes time to go to closing, because everybody wants wires, not only do you communicate with them again on the wiring instructions, when you're at the bank, call them again. Is that being repetitive? Is that being overdone? Absolutely. But it's your money. It's not like you got that to spare. Why am I going through this major drill on this? Well, because there's probably hundreds of billions that have gone to nowhere, nowhere land, never, never land. I remember two years ago personal example i had a a gentleman that i was doing a loan for and that's i gave my speech never ever ever take any emails well got to the end he got an email from the realtor said go ahead and uh, wire your money and after i drilled him and his wife and went over it extensively he ran down to the bank wired the money and then he called the realtor and said hey got the wire done she goes i never emailed you and then he calls me up he's crying panicking i said you're talking to me is got to end you need to go to the bank you need to go through all the channels and uh you know what i told you you got a perfect record so there's a happy ending uh he's crying he goes to the fbi does everything all the emotional the crying everything going on we find out three or four days later that uh, the bank never sent the wire there are usually lacks a day on that and that was a blessing and that was a valuable lesson. So yes, I still have a perfect record. But again, you can only do so much. You can only say it. Because what happens is we get so busy with everything, we just, we get busy. And we're so busy, we never take a time to breathe and think about what is our next move. And so that's what I really want you to do. You never can take any wiring instructions from a realtor, from uh, the processor, or the loan officer. Never, never, ever. Now, let me give you an example of what I heard of a year ago. A year ago, I was at a title company, and these people were told to wire their money for $975,000, which they did. It never went to the title company. And I happened to meet a realtor that worked on that transaction a year later, and I said, hey, whatever happened? They still don't have their money, and they didn't get that house. That's what I'm telling you. So that's number one, protecting you. I hope I've gone over that. Now let's go over the loan. So what's in place? You don't know me. You're from up north. You're from wherever. You have no idea. You just got a nice guy talking on the phone, taking your loan app. How are you protected? Well, one, let's talk about the appraisal. So we're done with the home inspections. Everything's passed. You and the realtor have given the green light to get the appraisal done. So we order it. Well, you go, well, how do I know I'm safe on that? Well, when we order an appraisal, through the Dodd Frank bill, it has to go to a management company. We give your credit card information to the management company and they order it through a third party. It's actually against the law for us to talk to the appraiser. So never during the process of your loan can a realtor or anyone go say, Listen, we got a problem here. We got to need this thing to appraise. That's not even a conversation. Doesn't happen because we do not communicate. Now the appraisers, you know, used to be able to do their own and made their money. But now with the management company, their income has dropped significantly. So they've got to do twice as much business in order to make what they were making. So you know, a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes you can get the oddball appraisal that comes in and everyone's mystified. And you're like, what the heck is going on here? didn't appraise. You know, we can challenge it. We can go back, although it's very difficult. Sometimes you're just going to get an appraisal that's going to be a bad one. But I say overall, 99%, you got a great appraiser going out there. But it is a fluke that you get that one. And hopefully, you guys can get it negotiated with the seller to get that going. What else do we got in place? Well, we're going to have title insurance done. That's right. I know in different states, you may have an attorney or do this or that. But we have the title companies. And an attorney can do it here. And what does the title company provide? Well, they got to provide a title policy that ensures there's no liens or encumbrances, that you are the owner, that it's your home and it's our mortgage in first position. So when you go to the closing table, you're going to be issued a title commitment, which is insurance. So that if you go on down the road and someone says, listen, I got a lien or I got a bill or I've got this, You go to your title company, you have insurance. You are protected because they gave you title to that property on that day that said there's no liens or encumbrances. Our first mortgage, you're the owner of the home. That's how you're protected. So us in our area, the owner's policy the seller provides in certain counties, some counties you got to pay for both of them, but an owner's policy is done to ensure And the lender wants a lender's policy to insure them. So the owners of a policy is ensuring that you are set, but the lender wants that policy to make sure, hey, we're covered. So you're covered. So what did we so far address? We got home inspection, pest inspection. We got an appraisal done. We've got title work done. But let's say your house is encroaching on someone else's home. Or vice versa, we're going to get a survey done. So we're going to ask for a survey to be done on your home to make sure your house is on your property line in your on your land, and that you're not encroaching on someone else's property, and someone's not encroaching on your property. It's it's just we're going to make sure of that. Uh, Now we can ask the seller to save you money. Ask the seller if they have an existing survey. If they have an existing survey that's not too old, haven't added a pool, or had it added an extra room, the title company will oftentimes accept it because of the Florida Form 9. So it's okay to ask the seller for their existing survey. Remember, you're getting title insurance. You're insured when you close. So if they accept it, they are accepting responsibility for it. So to save money, sometimes you want to get that. You want to get the uh, existing survey from the seller, but you need a survey. And again, we've talked about the pest inspection. I always recommend it. You know, I, I recommend this pest inspection. Uh, I, I wouldn't avoid it. In actually, the house could look great, everything could be wonderful, but you know, certainly uh, not good if you went in the house and found out down the road that you know they ate a whole wall. So you're definitely going to get that checked out. So those are the kind of things that we do to protect you when we're going through the financing. And then, of course, you've got to get homeowner's insurance. You've got to get insurance to cover your home so that if there's anything that happens that we have a replacement, that that home could be replaced. So you're going to shop your insurance. We, by law, can't say, hey, you got to go to my buddy over here for this insurance. That's, that's against the law. You can't do that. But we can provide insurance companies to call for you So if you're out of state, out of country, out of wherever, we provide. Even if you're local, we provide it. So we provide you insurance companies that have like 27 carriers. We don't steer you to go to one place. We just give you insurance that you can do your homework to get your best possible price with the best coverage. And I always recommend getting the best coverage don't shortchange yourself on that. Obviously, the lender has requirements what they'll accept, but having that insurance is very important to have. So with that being said, I think we've covered some great things. So we talked about when, you're, when we're sending funds about wiring. We talked about the fraud that's going on. And I want to also address something else that's very important. After closing, you get things in the mail. It'll be less green envelope and it'll leave like it's some kind of government form saying, hey, listen, you got to pay for this fee. It's for like recording fees. Remember, when you leave that title company and you get the keys to the home and you're moving on, there's nothing else that you need. You're done. Everything's paid for. You don't pay anything. Call us. Call the realtor. Call the mortgage person. Ask them and say, listen, I'm just touching base. I got this green envelope, and it's telling me I got to pay for something. Now, you're all done. You paid for everything already. Uh, What are the things that you look at? Your loan. Let's say that your loan is sold. Well, remember, on loans with Fannie and Freddie, the government buys all loans. The servicer or the lender I'm taking you to, more times than not, services your loan and hangs on to it. One of the things that I always recommend, if your loan gets sold and then all of a sudden you get a letter saying, hey, I'm sorry, you're no longer with this company, you're with us now. I don't trust anybody ever. I would make a phone call to your servicer and verify that it's been sold to somebody else. I've heard people are sending checks and money to the new place and it's just pocketing someone else. So you just gotta safeguard yourself. Always safeguard yourself yourself. Don't rush to go do anything. I always use the rule, just take a breath. One, two, three. Is this the right move? Who can I check? Call the people that you do business with. Call your realtor. Call your insurance company. Call your servicer. Call your loan officer. Call them and double check. Just don't take it for granted. They're not protected. We're protecting you. We're making sure you're protected in the beginning, during the end and afterwards. I hope this has been helpful. There's some really key information that I've given you today on how we are protecting you. And I, I'm going to just reiterate, you know, we talked about protecting you during the process of the loan, having everything in place to safeguard you and do all those things. Oh, by the way, I just see how this stuff comes in my brain. Another thing that may came up when we pull your credit report. We may see things that are adverse. It may be an indicator that something's going on with your credit that you need to address that maybe you didn't know about. That's protecting you. So really, it's from A to Z. So really great things when we do a loan. We learn so much about you. We're here for you. We want to work with you. We want to take care of you. I'm Didier, buying Florida. I work at Didier Mortgage. And we're just here to service you, answer your question, and really teach you a lot about the loan process. Have a great day and thanks for joining. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.